here's a message from Ken Lavica. Lamar Jackson is open for business, open for his money, but nothing about it feels good. Christian can't hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. So, first and foremost, because everybody and their grandmother, their grandfather, their spouse, their partner, their child, their grandchild has an opinion on Lamar Jackson, and there's a good chance that you've heard from maybe all of those people in your life about Lamar Jackson in the last under 24 hours or so. First and foremost, the good news is Lamar Jackson is in line to finally get paid paid money he deserves money that he's earned money that much lesser players have received but the whole thing seems so sketchy seems so advantageous to the billionaires in the nfl seems so low ball and disingenuous towards Lamar Jackson. It's just an icky, icky, icky situation. And in a league that is is certainly uh, it, it's it's not foreign to putting itself or its teams putting themselves or its players putting themselves in in really gross situations. There's something that feels so off about this Lamar Jackson saga that I think that there are a multitude of ways in which this feels awful, in which you can say, oh, the Ravens are terrible here, or you can say all of these teams that have immediately dismissed Lamar Jackson, they're terrible here, or the NFL, how have they let this get to this? They're terrible. How has Lamar let this get to this point? Why isn't he hired an agent? This feels like a terrible idea. There are so many ways that you can pull this, so many ways that you can translate this. But one thing that I do know is that, yeah, Lamar Jackson, we're closer to a resolution about his money, but nothing about it feels good at all. All. Ken Levick alive on a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach off of the steamy and uncomfortable and sweet God. Why is it so hot? It's mid-March. Intracoastal. Phillips Point Towers right near the sticky and gross intracoastal. It is Christian Kath, the audible assassin. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Stone Lebanowitz has the day off in her regular Wednesday role. She is all places at all times. She is the busiest woman I know who isn't tied down by kids. She is the Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier. Hola. Um, so I know that, and we've got a ton of stuff actually to get to today. We are packed. Mm-hmm. By the way, I am in a random double tree in north central Dallas in a business center slash lobby uh, with people uh, gawking at me. Are so, you actually uh, in the business center or are you in the lobby again? 
Now, the business center is in the lobby. It's all open. I'm distracting many people uh, that are walking by. Um, I have stories about people I've seen and run into at this particular hotel in Dallas. Uh, that's part of what I want to get to here uh, okay. before before 2 o'clock. But uh, I, the, 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 initial, the initial thought, Jeanette, when I say right now, before we really dig in here, when I tell you Lamar Jackson – what immediately, what is your initial reaction to just me telling you, hey, Jeanette, Lamar Jackson? This sucks. Yeah. Like his whole situation just sucks. And that, like you mentioned earlier, there's so many areas that you could blame. He doesn't have an angel. Oh, it's the Ravens. Oh, it's the NFL. But no matter where you look at it, especially for this boy in Beach Native, our boy, it just sucks to see him and these money talks in different ways everywhere. Now, uh, he is, uh, just for, for clarification purposes, because I don't want to make the Broward contingent mad, Papano native, Boynton Beach product. Um, okay, sorry, uh, sorry. Jackson. No, no, no. That's Because I've made the same mistake. You Broward uh, people, not, not K's. I, Come for me. I've made the... I've made the same mistake, and I know that the 954 gets at my throat any time that I slip up on that. So I'm just trying to save, G the, uh, the angry tweets right now. Um, Bring them. So, so this is troubling but there's so many troubling aspects to this first and foremost i'm gonna go through right now the average annual salary for quarterbacks in the nfl from top to lamar okay Mm -hmm. i am going to give you the man who makes the most money per year aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers, 50.2 million dollars per year okay followed by Russell Wilson at $49 million per year. A Russell Wilson who, by the way, is right now nothing but a punchline in the NFL, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Speaking of punchlines, well, Aaron Kyler Murray. Yeah, he is, but at least he has uh, back-to-back MVPs in recent memory to show for it. Russell Wilson Fair. had an entire organization give up its entire draft stock uh, <laughs> for him, and that he came in and he face-planted over and over. Mm-hmm. Then there's a guy who's made no impact in the NFL, Kyler Murray, who is the third highest-paid QB in the NFL per season, 46.1. He can't get off call of duty, but he's making $46.1 million per year, third most in the NFL. Then after him, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Deshaun Watson. $46 million. And don't forget, put a star on it, $230 million guaranteed. Okay? Then there's Josh Allen, $43 million per season. That makes him sixth in the NFL. Matt Stafford, $40 million per season. Won a Super Bowl two years ago. Dak Prescott, $40 million per season. We're at eighth most dollars per year in the NFL. Then Daniel Jones, $40 million per season. Gets paid yesterday. The Giants pay Daniel Jones, who has done, by my estimation... 2 plus 2, carry the 3, multiply by 10. Nothing in the NFL. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. One, one above average season in the NFL from Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones sits right now top 10 in dollars per year in the NFL, Christian Cat. I hope you enjoyed your playoff appearance. And, yes, you got a playoff win. Daniel Jones is nothing more than slightly above average in a contract year, Christian. Uh, he won a playoff game on the road 
with little to zero weapons. Kirk Cousins on a fourth and 15 threw the ball six yards. There's a whole okay. lot of game before that as well, and he did play well. I, I got to give a little so bit of respect he, on his name. So <laughs> you're giving him, you're giving him, you're giving him playing a year for two good games. Sweet, excellent. And there's awesome. an, there's an opt out after two years or after one year. I forget what, but there is a little bit of a uh, an out clause in that contract where the Giants didn't completely mortgage the future on Daniel Jones. I, I'm just saying it doesn't. It doesn't change the fact that Daniel Jones comes in the ninth highest paid quarterback per year at $40 million. Then there's Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr, $37.5 million. Let's see. How many playoff games has Derek mm-hmm. Carr won? Let's see. One plus one, mm-hmm. carry the three, multiply by ten. None. None. And Derek Carr is now paid like a Super Bowl caliber quarterback with the New Orleans Saints. And then there's... Kirk Cousins, let's see. Um, he threw the six-yard pass on fourth and fifth. Okay, all right. Kirk Cousins comes in at $35 million per year. You have to go all the way. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen quarterbacks in to get to the MVP, get to the man who has won the playoff game that we judge Daniel Jones by now, apparently, for his contract. The same quarterback who has had the Ravens at the top of the AFC has lost only sixteen games his entire professional career, who has gotten the top seed in the AFC. Lamar Jackson, who comes in after his non-exclusive franchise tag at $32.4 million per year. Jeanette Lamar Jackson is going to be in uniform in 2023 as the 13th most paid quarterback in the NFL. Tell me that doesn't reek of abject sports crap. Yeah, big pile of steaming crap. I wrote down the list, yeah. and it feels like one, two, only caught up to Kirk Cousins. He has to be Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Stafford, Prescott, Daniel Jones, Derek Hart, Kirk Cousins. He has to be above Russell Wilson, but yes. below Aaron yes. Rodgers. So he automatically, for guaranteed money in one year, should be between the 50, 49 million. The, the based ones on that the are logic the most... of this list, there's been no logic at right. all when it comes to Lamar. Well, but based on what you've given, it would only make sense. If he the, is below the, the, Derek Carr or Daniel Jones, that which is, is offensive to yep, Lamar Jackson. It, it is offensive. It is offensive. It absolutely is. I mean, the ones that, that are the most ridiculous within that, and I'll give benefit of the doubt to the Broncos, because at least Russell Wilson has a body of work that would suggest that he deserves money, and nobody saw the precipitous fall coming uh, nice once he got traded from Seattle to Denver. Thank you. Uh, it's like I have a career in speaking. But the ones <laughs> that are most offensive are Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones and Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. I forgot Jared Goff. I'm sorry. Jared Goff gets paid does. more per year than <laughs> Lamar Jackson. So seven of those offend me. Seven of the 13 offend me, okay? So this is what is most troubling to me about Lamar Jackson, though, with this non-exclusive franchise tag. So, again, if you are trying to acquire Lamar Jackson now, who had this franchise tag slapped on him yesterday before the deadline by the Ravens, you are 
not only negotiating with him, and it's no secret that Lamar Jackson wants in the neighborhood of the $230 million guaranteed that Deshaun Watson, he of the touchy-feely sort, Deshaun Watson Mm. got from the Browns to help pay off legal fees, allegedly. But he wants somewhere in the neighborhood of that. Want to know why? Because he deserves it, and he knows he deserves it, and that's what the market should dictate based on what Deshaun Watson got that he should make. But we also know that you have to give up two first-round draft picks as well. So from a business standpoint, Jeanette, from a business standpoint, Christian, I understand teams being a little bit hesitant to throw themselves into a situation where it's not only in the neighborhood of the most guaranteed money ever given to a player, it's also two first-round draft picks. That said, Russell Wilson was worth two first-rounders, a second-rounder, a third-rounder. Look what happened with the Broncos. Look how much the Broncos gave up to get him. Lamar Jackson is worth more than that. This is a guy who is in his prime. He's 26 years old. He's already won the MVP. He's already been a top seed in the AFC. He has been a winning quarterback in arguably the most competitive division in all of football year after year after year after year after year. But from the business standpoint, I even understand some of the hesitancy in just throwing yourself into the Lamar Jackson pool right now. So what bothers me the most is a release that the Baltimore Ravens sent out yesterday. This is what troubles me the most, because I think the Baltimore Ravens are being very disingenuous here. This is from General Manager Eric DaCosta of the Ravens, put out by the team yesterday after applying the franchise tag to Lamar Jackson, and it reads as such. Having not yet reached a long-term deal with Lamar Jackson, we will use the franchise tag. There have been many instances across the league and in Baltimore when a player has been designated with the franchise tag and signed a long-term deal that same year. We will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar, and we are hopeful that we can strike a long-term deal that is fair to both Lamar and the Ravens. Our ultimate goal is to build a championship team with Lamar Jackson leading the way for many years to come. That's the statement. The part that troubles me the most is this, Jeanette. We will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar. Let me repeat that. We will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar. There is nothing good faith to me about the Ravens non-exclusive franchise tagging Lamar Jackson so that another team can then do the negotiating with Lamar Jackson so that all the Ravens have to do is match that, which will almost assuredly be under the $230 million guaranteed by Deshaun Watson. The Ravens are going to let another team negotiate with them so they can get off the hook for the money, and they're going to sit here and say, uh, we're negotiating in good faith when they are going to use Lamar Jackson as the poster boy for the mistakes the Browns made giving Deshaun Watson that money, and they're going to use Lamar Jackson to reset the quarterback market. Mm -hmm. There is nothing good faith about that at all. They are throwing Lamar Jackson into the wilderness to reset the quarterback market that the Browns and the Haslam's blew up beyond recognition. That's not good faith. That is complete, utter bull bleep. Absolutely. That troubles me. Absolutely. 
Now, my question is, do you think you would we would be in this situation if Lamar had an agent? Uh, I don't know what that changes. Because Lamar Jackson's agent comes in, and oh, well, he has a law degree. Good. Uh, he got his MBA in sport management, maybe from Florida Atlantic. Good. So he sits down and says, uh, all right, Ravens, um, uh, let's just start with uh, $230 million guaranteed. And the Ravens say, ah, no, I don't think so. The Browns, they really overpaid, and they, they screwed up the market for all of us. And the agent says, okay, no deal. Let me give you another play, okay? Ken Levicka does theater. Lamar Jackson's mother sits down, says, uh, okay, Ravens, let's start it. $230 million guaranteed. And the Ravens say, uh, no, ma'am, that's not going to work. The Browns really screwed up the quarterback market with Deshaun Watson. Okay, no deal. Like, it's the same outcome yeah. in both instances. Yeah. So this whole, this whole not having an agent, I think, is so overblown. Okay. Now, Am I am I the authority on 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 doing deals and how agents work and contract lingo and bullet points and the legal process with all that? No, I'm not. That said, you can't tell me that. It, I think Lamar's mom is such an easy scapegoat here because anybody's looking for any way to diminish Lamar Jackson and his unconventional approach to a contract just because he has an unconventional approach to a contract and he's not given 15%, 20% to an agent, I think that a lot of that narrative is perpetuated by, gasp, agents. No, and that's... Because and, and they that's don't want... I, they ahead. don't want you to... Like, no, I'm sorry. They, they, don't want, they don't want it to become normal to negotiate without an agent because you know what happens? Their livelihood disappears. For sure, and that's why I'm always kind of nervous about bringing up the situation between Lamar Jackson having his mom as his agent because it's pretty sensitive and delicate. And I'm here for his mom representing him, absolutely, but there comes a point where you're dealing with these NFL owners who are hypocritical and greedy. This is a perfect case of it. And like, I wouldn't want my mom to be my agent. She always has my best interest. There's no doubt about it. But I would not. My mom has. But there's emotion involved. Heavy emotion. Like, of course. For any mom, but especially a Hispanic mom. God, no. She, she, there's emotion in the good and the bad. She will support me. There'd be a chunk Yeah, she would murder me at the same time, given any circumstance (laughs) where it's valuable. Um, But, you know, it's, it's where, that's where I draw the line. Where having an agent who can, knows how to deal with these NFL owners that are on a different cloud, would that have been helpful? And this was this is a terrible look, another terrible look for the NFL, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. How are you going to? It's be, not a. It is I not agree. good. You have this young talent, Lamar freaking Jackson, like you said, twenty six years old, huge potential, could carry the NFL into a whole different era that we're experiencing right now. He should be in with the normal conversation of the Josh Allen's and the Patrick Mahomes. But this conversation of negotiations and talks and quarterback and the money that he deserves, it's a cloud over him. And this is stupid and childish on the owners and this stupid expectation of, oh, with the best interest, like, stop, dudes, stop. What you're doing is greedy and selfish, and we all see behind it. It, There is... There is nothing that Lamar Jackson did, no fault that he should carry for what Deshaun Watson got. Stop punishing Lamar Jackson for Jimmy Haslam's 
really sketchy ownership of the Browns and lack of a moral compass. That's not Lamar Jackson's problem. Lamar Jackson also now shouldn't be the jumping-off point to reset the quarterback market. If I was Lamar Jackson and the Ravens did yesterday what they did to me, slapping the non-exclusive franchise tag on me with, to me, this is Ken Levick's sensibilities, the express intent of having another team come in and give a lower offer than what he's looking for, and Lamar is forced to accept that because that's what's best out there, and then the Ravens, that allows them to come swoop in and match it and say, well, there's your long-term offer, Lamar. That's trash. Mm-hmm. That's trash. Mm-hmm. And I would never do business with the Ravens again if I was Lamar Jackson. I would be furious. That was a disrespectful mm-hmm. approach from the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. It truly, truly was. And here's the thing, too. Lamar Jackson is only two years away from becoming an unrestricted free agent. So honestly, at this point, uh, the, the the argument that, oh, two first-rounders, like that's pretty stiff. Like, that's a hefty price for Lamar plus the money. No, it's not. You're getting him at a bargain. Mm-hmm. You're getting him at a bargain. Because the closer he gets to, to unrestricted free agency, the less leverage the Ravens have. So at this point, two years outside of unrestricted free agency, they should be thanking their lucky stars, their, their horseshoe up their backside, that uh, they'd get two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson. So to me, the most troubling part about Lamar Jackson and this entire saga surrounding him, now with the franchise taking his, it's franchise tagging, he's fair game, he's fair game now, is when the Ravens GM... Eric DaCosta says, we will continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar. There is nothing good faith about using that guy who has meant so much to your franchise, who has put that franchise on his back with little to no help on that side of the ball. There is nothing good faith about you using him Mm -hmm. to reset the market and atone for the mistakes of the Cleveland Browns. That drives me crazy. What's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga to you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. What is the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? 888-760-3776. Jeanette, for you, what what grosses you out the most about it? Is it, is it his mom sort of falling in the crossfire of the detractors of Lamar Jackson and the supporters of the Ravens yes his mom shouldn't get so much negativity about how she's handling this or how she how how she has it at all there's a bigger conversation about it in terms of how the Ravens are handling it in comparison to what the Browns did stay off the mom she's doing great with what she has and she's protecting her son and that is a relationship that we absolutely have to look at but I, the mom like, shouldn't be involved in any no. of this. And I think, give me a good reason why an agent would have prevented this from happening. Well, I think there is one. Okay. I think that an agent would have given Lamar more of what to expect come contract talk time. I think that would have happened. I think an agent would say, well... You think Lamar couldn't yes. have uh, foreseen, though? Hey, they're going to lowball me. Not I don't only there. that. There you go. There's your advice. Not only that, but do you not think that he would have reached out to other people... And his contacts for any advice as well? I think in today's day in sports in general, but also in the NFL, NBA, and in Major League Baseball, I think you have guys around you that kind of pump you up 
and give you maybe a higher valuation than the true market decides. Because I think Lamar, MVP, no one can argue against that season. No one can argue about the numbers he put up. Only 16 losses in his career, but also this year kind of made a wash. You saw what the Ravens were without Lamar, but you also saw, well, they might not have Lamar when they put him under contract due to the injury history that he does have. So I think well, the he's, he's got an injury history of, of two years, where he's missed five games each, two years ago, and this past season. And I totally understand that. And I understand the hesitancy of teams to just jump into this negotiating pool right now with Lamar Jackson. The timing isn't great. That said, that said um, I think that we were already hearing the, the... This injury concern with Lamar Jackson goes back to before... He started getting injured because everybody is just assuming, oh, his style of play, his style of play, his style of play. He's played plenty of football without having the lingering injuries the last couple of years. I feel like these injuries, so many people were waiting for them with bated breath. Oh, thank God, here they are. So now I can be proven <laughs> right that his style of play is not sustainable so we don't have to pay Lamar Jackson. Don't think in the Ravens organization that hasn't been thrown around. Oh, no, they, they're probably in the most pessimistic way. I'm going to put it out there. They celebrated that. They're like, oh, he's injured? Well, guess that we're going to put that put that on top headline, bolded, italicized, that this is going to be part of the conversation. This yep. is what we wanted. Yep. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, I just I feel like as he missed games at the end of the year, Ravens front office, they're just sitting there saying, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is good. Give me this more. This is good. Give me more of this. Stop but it. But by all means, oh, Ravens, on. negotiate in good faith. If it, they had, it, by all means. If they had Lamar Jackson, they beat the Bengals, and they almost beat the Bengals in Cincinnati with Tyler Huntley. They were one foot away from having a touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. The Ravens were not happy with an injured Lamar Jackson. No so, chance. Here, let's do this. Let's no, do but, this. No, I, I disagree with you, Christian, because they want money. They want money. They want they, Super they want Bowls more than story. money. They want they want Super Bowls more than money. They want conference championship berths more than money. Mm, I don't know. I've so, but fine, Christian. Let's do this though. If we're going to bring up the injuries that have cost Lamar five games each the past two years, um, uh, then why does Deshaun Watson get two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed for missing seventeen games the year before, and uh, having uh, investigators looking at up to thirty uh, sexual assault? indiscretions against him. Go like, see off, why? Uh, I, I just, for me, I understand the injury concerns, but also, again, there's that big old touchy feely elephant in the room, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, who got, he's the reason all of this has happened and why we're in this terrible spot with Lamar Jackson and why Lamar's getting screwed and now he's going to be used to reset the market. Deshaun Watson missed a whole damn season and then an additional 11 games, but hey, here's your bag, Deshaun. Something isn't right about that that something needs to be rectified about that Lamar shouldn't be the victim of that well you're acting like the Ravens gave Deshaun Watson that deal you have two different front offices with two very different histories the Browns are not known for making great decisions in their well history of their franchise the Ravens a much shorter history of a franchise but the Ravens are regarded as a smarter front office that make good draft decisions and make good contract decisions and they can't redo that contract with Deshaun Watson. They can't do that. That's just two different people. It's uh, two Desha- di- different people with two completely different situations that could have been handled differently. Also, it's not fair to compare Lamar Jackson, what's going on with the Ravens, with what's happened in the past. Yeah. Two different well, things. You can't say the Ravens are smart and intelligent and the owners know what they're doing right now when it comes to getting these championship caliber players. 
and compare that to last year because it's not the same. And, and we can sit here and we can celebrate the smart Ravens all we want, but in Lamar Jackson's time with the Ravens, the Ravens have spent the second least amount of money of any NFL team on wide receivers That's what I'm in saying. that time. No, you're right. They're Joe. not smart they, they right had, now. They haven't given him weapons to work with, which is frustrating when you look at what Joe Burrow's gotten minus the O-line. That is extremely frustrating to look at as a Ravens fan, as I am. But I think these two sides, I think the broader spectrum is, I think they both have their points, and they are the best destination for one another. There's not a better team that Lamar will go into a better organization or situation, and there's not a better quarterback the Ravens can ask for for the team they've built, the offense they've built for him. They've got to kiss and make up. Uh, they need a counselor and really just figure it out. Because are you talking about Deshaun Watson or are you talking about uh, Lamar <laughs> Jackson and the Ravens? I'm talking Stop. about Eric DaCosta. I'm talking about the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. They need to figure it out with one another because there is not the grass is greener on the other side for either side. There isn't. What is the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. For me, it's the Ravens saying, Eric DaCosta saying yesterday via statement, they're negotiating in good faith with Lamar Jackson. That is not a thing. That does not exist when you are putting him out there. You are dangling him in front of other teams with a non-exclusive franchise tag in order to reset the market. Uh, an abomination that he had nothing to do with, with Deshaun Watson. Jeanette says, using Lamar Jackson's mother as the scapegoat for why it has gotten to this point. That's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga. To you, what's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On social media, at KLV1063. We're jam-packed there. We'll get to all of those, but let's get to the phones, and we'll start in Palm Beach Gardens with our man Segway Sean here on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Sean? How we doing, guys? How we doing? Good, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Yep. So I, I would probably have to agree with uh, with Ken the fact that the way that the Ravens are handling it and the way that they have handled it. Uh, but I think my main question for them, and obviously for you today, is what is what is that magic number? Okay, they're not willing to give him the max deal. I get that. What is the number that another team can throw at him? That that obviously the Ravens are now going to say, "Well, can we match that? Do we want to match that? What is that number?" If they're not willing to go above and match. Well, I think that, yeah, what I would say is I think starting with an offer of 200 to 10 million guarantee. The issue, the issue hasn't been the money, Sean, according to reports. The issue has been the guaranteed money. It hasn't been the per year. It's been the guaranteed. And that's what Lamar Jackson and his mother have been balking at is that the Ravens have been unwilling to even get into the neighborhood of the guaranteed money and okay, so it, it, forget matching it. I I think that guarantees. What's the number? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, uh, I think 215, 220. Start there. Mm-hmm. Start there with mm-hmm. 215, 220. Yeah. That at least yeah, sends a message, right? And maybe Lamar backs away, but then it's a, all right, well, now we're talking. And right. uh, I, I, am, I am a terrible negotiator, Sean. Like, I am. I am the type of person that absolutely needs an agent because I'm soft as hell. Um, and I hey, just be like, oh, ten, ten. <laughs> well, no, the, the problem is I'm just very soft, so I need someone to fight for me. So I'd be like, oh, $10, great. Yeah, I'll do 9,000 things. Um, but but in this spot, in this spot, I feel like for me, if I grew some cojones, you know, that would be the number that I would put out there. And Sean, appreciate the call. Um, I just, 
I, I the guaranteed money is the problem. It's not the years. It's not the the overall money on the contract. It's the guaranteed money. It's the guaranteed money. That's the sticking point. Deshaun Watson got two thirty paid in full. At least flirt with it for Lamar Jackson. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We're sticking in Palm Beach Gardens. That's where we find Chris. What's going on, Chris? How are we doing, peeps? Hey, so caveat two things right away. First of all, the way his mother is being treated is, is, is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Let's put that off to the side. The second thing is stop comparing Cleveland's poor decision with Deshaun Watson and leave that alone. Let's just look at this as what it is. Okay. Name the five or six quarterbacks that you think are above Lamar real quick yeah uh Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes so Josh Allen Mahomes Burroughs maybe Hurts whoever you want to say but he's in the top five right but you're trying to pay Lamar for what he did not what he's going to do and 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 that's where the guarantee becomes a problem because he's the only one you're naming that's a run first quarterback for the most part and, and the throwing lanes Wait. that are created from his athleticism are going to dry up when his legs give out on him. Well, no? Chris, I would, argue, I would argue Josh Allen puts his body in much more duress than Lamar Jackson does. But much I mean, bigger and much stronger. Uh, I suppose much stronger. We're going. I mean, we're looking at his build, but Josh Allen is also an injury risk as well. I don't care how big he is; he's taking punishment. He takes bigger hits than Lamar does on a consistent basis. And appreciate the call, Chris. I mean, you look at the way that Josh Allen plays. I mean, Jeanette, this is a guy who loves to absorb contact. Lamar Jackson doesn't purposely put himself out there to take contact. He knows how to avoid contact. He's very shifty from that respect. Josh Allen is welcoming and absorbing contact. To me, that's much more conducive to injury than Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. Two different styles of play. Well, it is. Here yeah. we go. Okay. But- I appreciate Josh Allen is built like a refrigerator, okay? But the way he plays is way more reckless than Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. Yeah, you're true. You're, you're right with that uh, in that I think a lot of football players would rather say, hey, I'll risk the head energy injury even in today's day and age, even with all of what we saw last season with Tua and other head injuries that look nasty on the field, I think, don't get me wrong, it's scary, but I think they would rather risk that than risk lower body, tendons, ACLs, MCLs, mm. knees, ankles. That stuff just takes longer to get over. I think they would rather risk, which you're not saying they're doing this consciously, but I think they would rather get a concussion than sprain an MCL and ACL and have those lower body hamstring injuries like Lamar has had. Mm. What is the most troubling? And so, but but again, what we're paying him for what he's going to do. We're paying him for what he's going to do, not what he did. Like Deshaun Watson again got two hundred and thirty million dollars. You know what? You know what? Actually, what Lamar Jackson should do? He should allegedly commit crimes so that then the Ravens would pay his legal bills for him, like the Bills are with that contract. Pay <laughs> pay the pay the uh, the the lawsuits that are coming. There you go. Can I? There. Lamar's mom call me. Can I, uh, can you imagine if we negotiated contracts like that? Hey, I have rent to pay to be 15 minutes away from the station. Oh my gosh, I have computer bills to pay that you guys need to pay to make me a successful person here at this station. Yeah. Can like, we do I've that? Got, 
I'm going to accidentally go hit somebody with uh, my moped or my scooter, and then I'm going to have a civil suit filed against me. And, hey, uh, in my contract, can we just make sure that I have the money to cover those because I'm representing ESPN West Palm so well? How Not only that, 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 but then you're, you know, in this moped accident, you know, your laptop crashed, and then right, somehow right. your house caught on fire, so you need a new one yeah. of those. And yeah. your car somehow, too, got Terribly, and I need all those things. I need, I need all those things to perform all my duties at ESPN West Palm. So please include that in Mm -hmm. a new five-year contract from ESPN West Palm, please. Thank you. I took notes Uh, from the Browns. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Jimmy Haslam. What's (laughs) the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. We'll continue to get to your calls. We got plenty on hold. We'll get to you. I promise, just hang in there. We've got social media as well. Speaking of troubling, when your foot hurts, when your ankle hurts, when your joints are in pain, good thing there's a fix to that at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. What's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. She is the Dominican Queen, Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. Oh, you know, Lamar Jackson, just your 13th highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Oh, boy. I uh, I went to the uh, the Mavericks game last night. They played the Jazz, the FAU basketball team, and uh, and myself all went there. Go out! And there were a number of of fans walking into the arena who were all talking about Lamar Jackson, and obviously being in Dallas, we're talking Cowboys fans. And to a man and woman, I do anything to t- get him over Dak Prescott. Do anything to have that old man Jerry Jones go get Lamar Jackson. And replace Dak Prescott. And you know what? Jerry Jones is a legit crazy person. There's no, uh, there's nothing that says he isn't going to try and do that. But, I mean, Lamar Jackson, there's no doubt. You can't make the argument that he's not getting disrespected vastly, right? Like, that's the one word you keep falling back to is disrespect with Lamar Jackson. Right, Jeanette? Yes, and it's kind of ironic that you had that experience because working at the ballpark yesterday... Ballpark of the Palm Beaches, ballparkpalmbeaches.com, home of the Astros and Nationals in spring training, Ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Love that place so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in between doing hits on the dugout when I was sitting next to these... Bong hits? <laughs> no. Um, microphone, okay. Microphone hits. Um, I'm the in-game host for the Houston World Series champs, Houston Astros. Anyways, mm-hmm. so I was in between hits, microphone hits. And I was sitting next to this fan, and he was like, oh, my gosh, did you hear about the Texans and Lamar Jackson? I was like, no. Um, and he goes, well, 
we they're thinking he's in conversations with the Texans, but I don't know if I'd give up two draft picks for him. I looked at him and I was like, you do realize that Lamar Jackson would instantaneously make your organization better, right? He goes, yeah, but I don't think it's worth it because we don't have anything around him for him. And I was like, okay, interesting, but there you go. Um, and also, too, I don't even think that's true that the Texans are talking with Lamar Jackson. Maybe they'll try and negotiate with him, but they're not, um, they're not in talks it, to, as far as I know or what I've seen. Um, by the way, though, Christian, um, I don't know if you saw our own Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Yeah. I don't know what propaganda he's trying to push. But yesterday, he just randomly tweeted in the middle of the evening, Lamar Jackson would look good in a Texans jersey. You see? What's happening there? No, he needs a backup plan because they can claim Houston as his team. (laughs) If something happens to Patrick Mahomes in week two next year, then he's a Texans fan. That's why he put that out there, just so we can go back October of next year when the Texans somehow miraculously got Lamar Jackson. He'd be like, hey, look, my boys, I'm always down in southern Texas, always been on them, always (laughs) been on them. Uh-huh. Theo is the biggest bandwagoner ever, and you can send that clip to him. Disgusting. That, that actually is definitely happening now. Um, now. Another thing that I thought was weird was almost immediately yesterday, and this also is troublesome, how many teams came out to say they weren't interested in Lamar Jackson? The Falcons, the Panthers, the Dolphins told ESPN they're not interested. Like, What is that? What 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 is that? Why why are teams jumping at the opportunity to say, ah, nope, we're not interested in Lamar Jackson? Well, what a weird approach to take. Well, at the same time, it's like Falcons trash, cool. Um, what was the other one? Uh, you had the Panthers. Pa- trash. Congrats on that one game with Baker Mayfield. And now, then I'll, Dolphins. I'll at least- like, they, I think they're pretty dedicated to Tua. Well, I'll give the benefit of the doubt, too. They can't actually negotiate with Lamar until after the draft because they don't have a first-round pick this year. It's got to be first-round picks in separate years, and it's got to be a first-round pick that is this season if you're going to talk with them now, and the Dolphins don't have that. Thanks, Stephen Ross. I was just going to say, just boost my little I miss Tom Brady ego, and why don't the Dolphins have a first-round pick this season? Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross mm-hmm. trying to get Tom Brady mm-hmm. onto a yacht. Mm. Mm. That's fantastic. Thank you. That is the one. That is the one. Um, I miss you, that, Tom Brady. Come back. That is just such a weird, weird approach to take. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We're not going to negotiate with a top five quarterback in the NFL. Nope, nope, nope. Not going to do it. Don't worry about it. Here you go. We're going to volunteer that. Nope, we're not going to try and make our team better. Like, what is that? That is so bizarre. What is the most troublesome part of the Lamar Jackson saga? The most troubling part of this Lamar Jackson saga? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. In West Palm, we find William. And he's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Will. Hey, how you doing, guys? Thank you for taking Good. my call. Is there any yep. way you can put me on hold afterwards? Uh, sure. No, just so I could hear. I'm I'm on, I'm in my house now, and I just want to hear what you guys have to say. But okay. when I'm uh, the reason why I think this is a perfect storm, and there's three major characters: Baltimore, Lamar, and the the Browns. The Browns did something completely deplorable. They did something disgusting, and the league, and maybe that's maybe why these teams are coming out and being so forthright and just you know jumping the gun maybe and saying we're not interested is because they need to reset that market. 
That market was, it, it, it doesn't need to be there so fast. It just jumped way too high. And the reason why Jackson is a victim is because he's in the middle of it now. It's called bad timing. The Ravens got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. Mm-hmm. Jackson has a, still some questions. Yes, he's a great athlete. Yes, he's a, he's a, he's an upper echelon player in the league. Yes, he's a former MVP. These are all great accomplishments. And we know he has a certain skill set, but we don't know if he has the other skill set. We don't know if he's a, a good passer. We don't know if he could read defenses still. We don't know well, that. And yes, we, I, I, the numbers. Up. What I would say, though, William, the numbers show, the numbers show based on completion percentage and based on efficiency, he is uh, a, one of the top passers in the NFL. So we do know well, he but, can pass the ball. Okay, I'm sure he can pass the ball to some extent, but has he shown the ability to bring a team back from 14 down? Has he, you know, he hasn't had that big moment yet. He really just hasn't. He, he ran into a lot of quick success early in his career, very fast, and that's when the iron was hot for him. He let the iron cool down. He should have struck when the iron was hot. Now everything is like in this weird place, and I just think there's been a lot of games that those Ravens have won off of Chris Tucker's, uh, off of uh, the, the leg of Tucker, uh, you know, five field goals, six field goals, and Lamar's on the field. And you know, and he does have one of the best tight ends in football. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of weapons, but he has some. He has some weapons. William, appreciate the call. Feel free to put William on on hold, uh, like he asked Christian. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give Justin Tucker. Great in Russia. Lamar hour. Jackson's credit. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Do you understand the words that are coming out of oh, my yeah. mouth? It took me a, a second, Chris lo- Loki, that I thought Chris Tucker, and I was like, no, the kicker's sorry. If so, I will say this: if Chris Tucker was actually the one kicking for the Ravens, I'd be actually more impressed than Justin Tucker who actually is a professional kicker. If it was Chris Tucker, who came in right off of whatever he's doing these days, um, I don't know, improv somewhere? I, I think no there's a new Rush Hour coming out. starts kicking? Is I'm there first in really? line for that. If that is true, I'm Wait, first in line. Nobody, nobody asked for a new Rush Hour. I did. I do. Yeah, come on Ew, now. Watch that... those movies back. It's a, a comedy in a foregone oh era. Give me more of it. Yeah. Is, so is this with is Jackie Chan's coming back too? It would, duh. Uh-huh. Hope. I don't know. This Did, is just for news to me, but no, I'm happy about here we go. it. So, so, first of all, what's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? But also, did you ask for a rush hour three? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? And I don't think anyone asked for a rush hour three, except Christian and Jeanette say, no, we asked for uh-huh. it. We're all in. Did you ask... For a rush hour three, 888-760-3776. And I believe it's rush hour four. Is it rush hour four? There's already been three of them? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Did you ask for rush hour four? My apologies. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. My apologies to Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, their families, and Christian and Jeanette. Look, here it is. Um, He, in late 20... 22, Jackie Chan delighted hundreds of fans when he announced that the early stages of a Rush Hour 4 were officially moving forward. Yeah, wait, he only delighted hundreds of fans? Was he... In uh, crowd! He informed the crowd (laughs) at the Red Sea Film Festival in Saudi Arabia that a script is underway and he's already in talk with the film's director. There you go, there's the full sentence. Because I thought... 
I thought if you could actually count the hundreds of fans that were thrilled by an announcement that Jackie Chan made about Rush Hour 4, that probably doesn't bode well for the movie. But they were talking about people in attendance at a film festival. Got it. And according to IMDb.com, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker all are there, but the plot is unknown at this time. So, boom, baby! Let's go! Race relations, like, progressed 45 years with just the release of those three movies. Just the best. Absolutely. The best. Now, my, I'm, I'm really curious to how the script is going to come out because if you watch the first three, True. they they would not probably uh, be as well received. Fair enough. Right now. Hey, they're still playing on TNT. I know. I, I, I think it's one of those movies that should never be canceled. Snoop Dogg and Rush Hour movies. Never cancel them. Shortlist. Right now. That's the first ones I can come up with. We can keep adding throughout the, throughout the show. My takeaway on Rush Hour 4... Somebody needs a paycheck, and it's Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Oh, my Chan. God, get out of here. Can you? You're you stupid with that take. Uh-uh. Hey, give me. <laughs> and you know what? I hope my money, because it's going to be one of those movies that I go to the theater for, on a hit, not a mic hit, take my money. Here you go. <laughs> on a hit. That was well done. What's the most troubling part of Lamar Jackson's saga, and did you ask for a rush hour for? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, how long a field goal do you think Chris Tucker could make? 888-760-3776. Hang on. Jay and West Palm, we'll get to you. We've got plenty of social media, and Jeanette Javier is mad about the dumbest thing of all time. We'll get you. to that in the 1 o'clock hour as well. We're jammed. We're jam-packed. We're taking hits. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.